I guess for a change that we actually spent a whole weekend together. Yeah. Because normally it's us recounting, we leave this room and don't speak. Yeah. And then come back and recount tales. Things that happened. Of the previous week. But we actually spent the entire weekend intensely. Yes. Locked in a battle of activities and sports. Mm. A sort of... um, a sort of game of champions. Yeah, it was a game of champions. Um, we went to centre parks um, with the boys. I'd, I'd, I'd argue maybe even normalise. Going, going to centre parks with the boys. boys. Yeah, I think that's not normalised enough, isn't it? And there's maybe arguably some stigma against taking your boys, taking your sweet boys to centre parks. think? Have I mean, you had any negative comments about us going to centre parks? I think a lot of people doubted it. What, um, the quality of centre parks or the quality of the boys? I think BB... I think BB actually was a bit snobby about it, not going to lie. What? What was she saying? She said it had a lot of j- jacket potato energy. That is just unnecessary, <laughs> quite frankly. But, I was like, that's quite a funny thing to say, because like, it did have some quite jacket potato energy, but, you know. Yeah, it's a jacket potato holiday. <laughs> I, was trying to think. I was like, that's hurt my feelings, but um, I respect that, because it's quite funny. Yeah, but what's wrong with a jacket potato holiday? That's what I, you know, is that's what response. I was trying to say, and also it revealed, you know, maybe a dark side of her snobbery, you know. Right, what, so is she thinking you should go to Prague or something? No, I just, I think she would have absolutely hated it. Yeah. Oh, Elle, God, would, Elle wouldn't have liked that. I think she would have. Do you think she would have got into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wasn't... She's very competitive, so... Yeah. Baby's not really as much. No. Um, but, yeah, I think normalised going to send a pot to the boys. It's the, the advertising around it is very much family first. Yeah. Um, but and, is that why it's a jacket potato holiday? I just want to dive into why it's a jacket potato holiday. Your eyes gone fully across. Did you know I that? I do that but, all the time, yeah. I didn't know you had. Your I, eyes I can were do crazy things with my eyes. Your eyes, can you, give, can you give them a taste of what you're just doing there? Just, I didn't know your eyes were so untethered. Yeah. My, I, do, I always do that thing. Yeah, you I do always, always like do that. that. But you great... were thinking in two different directions. Yeah, you I. Had two memories at once. Yeah. It's been a long weekend. Christ, <laughs> that was fucking insane. Yeah, no, my entire... You were looking into the future and the past at the same time, my yeah, God. Yeah, I didn't get any lessons from either. Um, yeah, no, my, um, I've got nothing left. Have you got anything left? Not much. I've got nothing left. Do you know what? We, we got 120 beers f- before the trip and drank more than that worth of alcohol across the whole trip. Um, but I do think that the activities put more long-lasting damage than the alcohol Absolutely. Of course I did. That was what was interesting, is that we did four days of intense sports and activities where not only are we, you know, because you know, this is our old school friends, so we have a, a different atmosphere where it's yeah. like we've been competing against each other with ball-paced activities for over a decade. This isn't yeah. friends you make at uni, you know, no. when you're getting into drugs and music. There's no niceties. There's no niceties. These are friends you met when you were 12, 13, 14. These are, so you go back to that They're motherfuckers stage. you want to beat. Exactly. <laughs> motherfuckers are, it's like this is a long, yeah. ancient derbies. Yeah. You know? This isn't yeah. your uni friends where it's kind yeah. of it's not going cool. through a peace and love phase it's not know? cool so it's not ironic friends it's not fun at times it's, it's pure unadulterated it's arguably juvenile you know yeah but um so I, I feel that the intensity not only of the amount of activities we did but the level of focus you needed to stay yeah. on stay on board for the points well we did we stay, did a point system. we did it there was an olympics going on there so, so it was five points for a win three points for a second and we did about a ten, across but 10 sports over four days. 10? Way more, ten. Than, way more than 10. I don't know. Way more than... Really? Rudo, nomination, whist, paddleboard, uh, pickleball, uh, well, it, table tennis, badminton. I hate how you've pull, gone non-chronologically. I can't um, even begin to... Bowling, 
archery, laser tag. Basketball that's ar- nine. Basketball arcade was there. Basketball arcade. Did that's you do ten. Bad- badminton. I badminton. well, I, you should have gone chronologically. Then we could have had a chance at that. But I reckon that's that's a sweet ten. Do you want me to try and see if it was ten? Yeah. Pickleball. Yeah. Then we went from we did another one on that day, didn't we? Pickleball, and then we went for lunch. There was no points at lunch, was no there? No points. No, no. Who Pickleball, finishes first? Then we did... Oh, no, we didn't do any more points that day, I don't think. Mm. Football pool. So 11. 11, 11 sports Ru- yeah, over roughly. four days. Maybe more. Um, and yeah, it was the <coughs> level of focus that you needed that was exhausting. But it was interesting going on basically a lad's trip and drinking a lot and the real residing feeling of being fucked was exercising every part of your body yeah. through one way or other. If it's reaching down with your badminton racket to flick it over the net. Well, you know, it tested every... If it's, you know, the, it the muscles that muscle bowling possible. do, bowling, it's mainly this one. Yeah, yeah. No, I've come back. The calves of the basketball machine, it was quite extraordinary. I've come back and there's nothing There's nothing Is, working. Really? Nothing's working. <laughs> no. I've been, I was limping on the way back. Really? I'm still limping. Are you yeah. still quite fucked? Yeah. I'm kind of faded. I'm not yeah, fucked. well, I've had to do two days at work, you know, oh, straight yeah, in, which enough. really doesn't fucking help. Yeah. Um, but no, I was limping on the way back. I popped my calf or something. Pull, it, have you popped my it back calf. in? Yeah, it's back now. Okay. Um, no, you can't pop a calf. I just pull, pulled it um, up because it was the cycling as well that did it. The yeah. Cycling everywhere. Um, so it, I think I did that on the last night. I think it was the final big cycle. Yeah. That's when it went. But then you've still got a, a round of badminton and table tennis to play the next day. So. You know, badminton really kind of added insult to injury. It's well, it just actually one. added injury to injury. Yeah, because that was the thing that really fucked it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so still, the, it's it's better. Mm. I'm not limping as much as I was on the way back. Yesterday yeah. was a flipping nightmare, <laughs> just trying to do anything. Every time I needed the toilet to come upstairs, it was agony. Yeah. Really. Um. Shoulders are gone. Is this for points? Is yeah. this for points? Oh, me. The last day, just badminton. I was like. Here we fucking go. You just got to pull it out of the bag, really. Yeah. I think it's just, you got to go with a group of people who like a good amount of competition. Mm. You don't want to... Who can deal with jacket potato energy. Exactly. You don't want anyone to be performing the activities ironically. If there's anyone who's going to be doing it ironically, then they're not welcome well, at Well, it was post-ironic, wasn't it? Because yeah. we fully understood how ridiculous what we were doing. I mean, but we, we were so Bolly- into it. We did Bollywood dancing. And honestly, the irony went off within... Five minutes of us being in the room. I yeah, yeah, I was in it quite immediately. You were half cut the whole time. Yeah, that helps. Mm. Particularly with Bollywood dancing, you don't want to go with Bollywood dancing sober. We um, found, and this is a great tip for anyone trying to get lit on activity where you're not meant to get lit at. um, Raspberry Lucasade and vodka is maybe maybe the the next sweet nectar of the gods. It was a revelation. Yeah. It was because we were uh, we were about to go to archery, and you don't want to you can't bring cans of Stella to archery because There's they families they there. tend to frown it's upon weapons based yeah they they tend to frown upon wielding a wielding a weapon whilst with a can of Stella on the other hand so you've got to be <laughs> you've got to be a little bit creative about how you can try and bring alcohol into the actual activities so you suggested Lucas Aid and and uh, vodka yeah. which got us absolutely fucked yeah almost immediately the most drunk we were on that trip was when we were wielding a weapon do you think probably that was the most drunk we were yeah it was obscene for a lot of it and I wonder if it was it was a slight shake of the hands having like four guys constantly going back to a a, a LucasAid bottle 
Do you think there's a suspicion? It's like these four guys have come in, they yeah. look a bit drunk, and they're really into like, We were at And they're, 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 they're sipping this Lucasane. Yeah. They're not hydrating with it. They're sort of... Yeah, they're going... <laughs> every time they have it. Fucking hell. But yeah. we, we, I think we crushed those, the other families there. Well, just. 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 Mm. Well, no, we started awfully. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be embarrassing. It was really course. embarrassing, because yeah. particularly on my target, mm. there was almost no arrows on there. And then you scanned across, and then some of the six-year-olds were putting us yeah. to shame. But but Angie does have an ability that I'm very, is very impressive ability. Is when points are on the line, a different beast comes out of Andrew Cole. It's clutch. He's, he's I'm a, a clutch, clutch player. He's a clutch player. It's well, because that's when the focus comes in. Mm. Because, like, I'm... I've had to push my competitiveness down yeah. over the years because I've been told it's too much and it's not actually well, that Well, that's fun. where I'm at as well, is that yeah. I, I feel... But that was an environment where you can let it shine. It's true, but I, to be honest, you know, I'm not the best clutch player, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit. And I think part of it, I'm just not great as a clutch player, but another part of it is if I really try to be clutch and then don't make it, I, I, don't, think I'm, I don't think I could really deal with that. You're a, the, you're a really bad loser. I'm a great loser. Oh no, you're a bad winner. I'm a bad winner. I'm a bad winner. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why I'm a great loser? Because I've never, I never put myself 100 percent on the line. Do Sounds you know, like loser talk. That's so. I'm always. I, I can push myself to 90. percent So if, you didn't ever put go, yourself. No, I did. But if I'm going 100, percent if I'm like, if I, if I show that, I, if I really like, I need to win this, yeah. and then I don't win this, I'm like, I can't deal with that emotionally. Well, it's not I that think you, you can't deal with it emotionally, but you make sure you win, which I feel is impressive. Well, that's not always... No, because I'm now... I'm fine at losing now. Yeah. Because well. I don't take it too serious. I tend not to take them too seriously. This is the first event, I think, in 10 years that I've taken seriously. which shows you how much competitive sport I've done in the last 10 years. Which also explains why my body's so absolutely fucked right now. Um, but it's... No, it's like you've got to play... It's the... Oh, it'll be great to win this. That's it. Yeah. It'll be great to win this. Sure. And then you've just got to, just got to kind of go for the steps in, uh -huh. into that. It's not a need. You've got to accept. Because as soon as that we decided to do the league, I was like, don't, want, don't need to win this. Otherwise, it's going to ruin your time here. Yeah. Because obviously, you're going to be thinking about the points <laughs> yeah. when we should be having yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a balance between the two. Because I find the most fun in activities is when yeah. there's a, comp a competitive aspect. Yeah. And I think it was the, definitely the right choice. If you're playing pickleball where yeah. it's just hitting it back and forth, quite frankly, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Let's like put some points on the line, make it competitive, but, then that's a lot more fun. Even if you lose, that's more fun. Because pickleball was the first sport, so you know if that was the last sport then it would start and there was serious points on the line pickleball starts having a very different edge to it i think pickleball had i think it had the edge from the start <laughs> Do i don't think there was any activity we did where there wasn't a slight atmosphere there was a great atmosphere of, of competition yeah well, i thought it was a healthy competition it was a healthy competition i think because yeah. it was you as i say i don't think it's fun just going hitting it like no, that you need to have something at stake you want to like no crush one... some fuckers no one at Centre Parks had anything really at stake. It's and that's their, <laughs> that's, that's their problem. That's their problem. There was, that's why they all look fucking miserable. Because you said, you said that there was other lad groups there. And it was kind of a lot of them. There was quite a few people of a similar age to us, but they tended to be mixed <sighs> yeah, boys and girls. mixed boys and girls. I'd say that the, the prevailing attitude of Centre Parks, was a, which I appreciated, was a very relaxed vibe. Yeah, it was very calming the whole thing, and often when you go into this big public thing where there's loads of people there, yeah. the, they can often yeah. be a bit frantic. The general 
yeah. quietness of the whole place. There, it, no one was going mad. There was That's no, true. no one was really getting rowdy at all, apart from us. And I think we really stood out just, I don't think boys like us would normally go to Senate Parts. You know, I think the way that even bartenders, you know. What? They tried it on with me a couple of times. Really? Hair braid lady, she wanted a slice as well. Yeah. She had never seen anything like this before. Yeah. You know, this kind of thing had never never walked in. Yeah. Well, the hair braid lady, definitely, because we asked, has anyone else done this? And she said no. No. Of our age yeah. and our gender. I uh, guess so, yeah. Well, we definitely had a, we, we definitely carried... Tandem bikes. What's your thought? I never even could be trusted on a tandem bike. Yeah, what are your no thoughts? On, what was your thought on a tandem bike? Um, that was the thing that really fucked my legs the most, I yeah. think, yeah. because it was not just you. With a normal bike, you take balance for granted. Yeah. With a tandem bike, you're working for your balance yeah. every every single pedal, pretty mm -hmm. much, unless you get to a certain speed. I enjoyed it, but we've got one of our friends, Milo, is an agent of chaos. Sure. And I then when he sent some of the videos. I'm up there because I was at the front because that's where you, where you keep the balance. Yeah. And then I looked at some of the videos and photos that we all sent in on that group. Yeah. The amount he took on the back. Yeah. When I'm like, that's I yeah, that's yeah. making it fucking yeah, harder yeah. for me. Yeah. And then on the last on the last night we were so drunk, bombing it down this hill. Yeah. And that's when he just decides to go just do a wobble. Yeah. We're not wearing helmets. No. Could have easily Died. had a severe hen Very injury. Very embarrassing place to die. Or maybe the coolest place. Maybe. To die. Well, there's a. I wouldn't be surprised if, um, when we do pass on from shuffle from this mortal coil, that it will be a centre parks like arrangement. Maybe slightly more beers on tap. Wait, what? When we die, it will be a centre parks. Imagine that. That's heaven. Yeah. Oh, that's heaven. Yeah. So it's like the, you, you go on that shuttle. You go the shuttle bus onto Woburn Forest centre parts. I mean, I wouldn't be. Wouldn't kick it out of bed. <laughs> Honestly, wouldn't kick it out of bed. If you. If we could, like, I, I honestly don't think it's far off my idea of heaven. Yeah. If you could drink as much as we drank whilst yeah. doing the activities yeah. and then woke up feeling absolutely refreshed and fine the next day to do yeah. it all again. Yeah. That's heaven. It's not bad. I think that's it. It's not bad. It was time, time of my fucking life. It's the, the greatest weekend of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it would be. I had, a, I had an inkling that this would actually be the greatest weekend of my life. And it was fucking lit. No. And it was a bit jacket potato. But to be honest, spending this many... Spending this long in East London, I think, you know what? I needed a bit of jacket potato energy in my life. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I like jacket potato energy. I think, why are we... My whole thing is like, why are we lying by having to go on all these, you know, let's go and see some shit yeah. for our relaxing holiday. <laughs> no, let's go down to Flitting. Get on a shuttle bus with like a 50-year-old lady who won't stop talking to us because that's her only job. Yeah. And then get in, a, get in a log cabin and go and play some fucking squash. Yeah. Why is... Is that not does that does that not sound fucking brilliant? Yeah. Instead of having because it's the the lack of travel as well mm. is excellent because it's not you don't have to go to the airport. It was an hour on a train mm. and then you're pretty much there. Yeah. And then between you're not like planning your day like oh I guess we've got to take the underground to this or the tram here and no. then a taxi there. You're on your fucking tandem bike. Mm. Yeah, having that was my thing about holidays. Having like like the moped, mm. being able to go from A to B, and that be a fun experience. Doing that with a tandem bike around centre parts when you're going to pickleball to the fucking flumes. Yeah, and imagine what could if, be wrong if that is heaven. Then you've also got celebs living there. It's a big. Well, do you think you have to opt into centre parks heaven? I think, or it's, is it just for everyone? It's for every, well, if you've made it into heaven, then well, you, maybe yeah, you know, yeah. But for B, for someone like BB, it's hell. Yeah. Well, that's what heaven is. Maybe it's ju maybe, maybe it's just heaven. center parks. But but it's a center parks that 
is so big and endless that it's the everyone who's everyone's ever died. Everyone's heaven and hell, depending on the activities they choose for you. No, I think the whole of heaven. So yeah. every, I don't know, billions of people have died. So it's this. Sure. It's an infinity center parks. Yeah. So whatever that small center parks was, just that on repeat, repeat, repeat. Loads of different centers, but it's just an endless. Everyone's living in log cabins. There's loads of different centers. So this is heaven. This is heaven, and this is heaven for everyone. But how can that be heaven for someone that hates the idea of center parks? That's just what heaven. That's what. That's what the great mystery of faith was. Is everyone thought that it was your own personal heaven? No, it's. Centerbox. It's just centerbox. That's all it is. It's just flumes and rackets. It's flumes and rackets. And it's like, I'm sorry that this isn't what you wanted. This is what it is. Yeah. You know, I don't want to tell you guys. Yeah. You Hell's know. a lot worse. Hell's a lot worse. Hell's still hell. Is hell Butlins? I don't know. No. <laughs> no. You'll still have a banging time. Yeah, Butlins is great. Yeah. I don't know what hell would be. I don't know. There's no. There's, I don't think you could. Is list it lead down your bum hole? Lead for, down your bottom. Yeah. For eternity, or like I don't know. Lead. I don't know. Hot lead down your bum hole. Yeah, why lead? Just I don't know. I'm just trying to think. What what, what the classic spikes? But is it what is is, is it, lead particularly bad down your bum hole? Is it um no? It sounds awful. Hot lead down your arsehole. Well, why not steel or lead has poison in it? Right, but then yeah, still die. You're not going to die though, are you? You're already in hell. But the poison you're going to be throwing up. Right. All the all the lead poisoning you lead get. Lead poisoning, right? I didn't yeah. think of the lead poisoning. Well, what do you think hell would look? Center parks is heaven. Well, isn't it just like you're tied up and raped by the devil with spikes in your body? So, so hell stays. Hell stays like that. <laughs> <laughs> when you think with how bad, and then I think with how bad could get over center parks could with, be like. With how bad hell is, you'd hope for heaven to be a bit better than Center Parks and Wobo Forest. But then again, you wouldn't. I don't think you, you would. What a fucking place. What a time. Imagine the kind of people you'd see. The thing, Abe oh, Lincoln doing pickleball. Actually, here it is. Heaven and hell are both the same Center Parks. But everyone who's in heaven <laughs> is participating in the activities. Everyone who's in hell is running the activities. Oh, so they work there? They work <laughs> Because a lot of those guys look fucking miserable. Yeah, that's it, true. Like, it's because it's... When I went to the Guinness factory and you go in this tasting room, yeah. there, was a, there was a lady who was... I think we were in there for maybe five minutes doing the same same shtick. Shtick, yeah. Same shtick on the microphone. Yeah. How long she would be working there, I don't know. Yeah. But m- anything more than 10, yeah. you're in hell. Same thing happened in Centre Parks. The most miserable person I saw there was the, was the person who took me to meet the owls. She was, <laughs> she was livid with everyone and everything. Andrew and our friend Cowley went to see the owls on their own volition. I think there yeah. was there was a, there was a schism in the group, um, and then you you were quite strongly. I was anti geocache pro owls. Yes, um, and so you went to the owls. Yeah, you and Cowley, um, because you you slowly find yourself having more and more a fascination with birds of prey. Of prey. Well, is an owl a bird of prey? I guess yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Mouse isn't that? Yeah, yeah. Anything that I didn't ask many questions because I was too entranced by the owls. But, yeah. Um, no, uh, um, but the lady looked exactly like an owl. There you go, picture. Um, yeah, she looks exactly like an owl. Look at it the is, shape of her face. I mean, that must have been quite a thrill. Um, yeah, but that was the most. That was the only one where I was like, "This is going to be really wholesome." Full stop. And the the instructions of where to meet were wrong. Yeah. And then eventually we managed to find it. And her face when we we were only like four minutes late. Her face when we came in was just. Ugh, we had to dip our things, dip our shoes in this little dip. blue, yeah, in this little bit of blue water because of bird flu. Um, yeah. It, what's what? What? So you have wet shoes? 
You just dip the soles in it in case you've stepped on any bird poop that might be infected. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and then so, but people kept coming in late, and you'd think the the lady running the owlery, when there's majority children there, would be a bit more like you know, yes, yeah. fine, a few minutes. But late. how many times she done that? Exactly, exactly. So I do sympathize. What did she do in a past life to deserve that? Exactly. You know, she'd probably drowned her kids in a tub. Yeah, but and imagine instructing hell. everyone the same thing on like an hourly basis, even Archie. Hourly basis. Oh. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. No, but um, even just like the archery and like fucking Bollywood dancing. Yeah. Imagine teaching the same. For being imagine for teaching well. the same group of fifteen clueless people, white people who have come to centre parks, how to do that same routine to the same music. Yeah. Every hour. Did she say? Imagine what, doing that for a day. What, yeah, and so that's so Hitler. Hitler's doing that. Hitler's running a Bollywood dance. That'd be a good punishment yeah. for him. Yeah, I think it would. And you don't, you don't, you don't even get to change between activities because that lady. That's how. Yeah. That lady would have done a few different dance classes. Yeah. Whereas no, you're just either doing archery or Bollywood dancing, or owl, or, or the, or owl. the owlery, <laughs> or you're working at Plastic Wonders. I don't think the owlery's off. I don't think that's in hell because you could still like interact with the owls and you look after the owls, which might give well, you. Well, it's just for of, lesser crimes, you know. Yeah, not everyone. You, yeah, fine. You gotta have a, you know. Well, what's the worst one? What's the worst activity to be instructing at centre parks for a genocidal maniac? Bollywood, Bollywood dancing. dancing. It's Bollywood dancing. It's Bollywood dancing. Yeah. Or doing the hair braids. Uh, hair braids. You could probably get into it. Um, you wouldn't want Hitler doing your hair braids if you're in hell. But the problem with the with the yeah. cross po- the cross pollination of heaven yeah. and hell mm. at the the great centre box in the sky, yeah. as many really, many <laughs> yeah. tribes call it. They do. <laughs> He's moved on to the great... He's gone on the shuttle bus to the great yeah. centre parks in the sky. Yeah. The problem is, because of this blend between heaven and hell, it does mean that when we're trying to enjoy our mm. eternal heaven, our reward for being so moral in our lives, if I'm getting my hair braid done and every week it's Hitler, it's don't like, want, I don't want to be chatting to you, lad. You don't want Jeffrey Dahmer at the top of the flume telling you to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real issue. Because I think it's a bit like, oh, excitement, then like... Oh, oh fuck, it's Dharma. It's Dharma, fucking hell. But once again, so how, how long's Hitler been up there? Stalin Unless giving he's... you your pickable rackets. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I genuinely wouldn't mind that. Yeah, that's a bit of fun. I wouldn't it's mind historical. historical. Yeah, and also he's just giving you the rackets. Do you know what I mean? He's not like... Yeah. But that's the most humiliating one, I think, just giving someone rackets. Because then you're just in this, you're just sort of reception for your life. Yeah. Which is hell. Yeah. This is working out. Harold Shipman's working at Las Iguanas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but uh, it was it was heaven. Yeah. I mean, it was also more, fu- it was more, more futuristic than I think. There was a lot of like... Are you thinking about that waiter? Well, there was a... I saw after my first robot waiter. Yeah, first robot waiter. Was at Las Iguanas in Woburn Forest, <laughs> Centre Parts. Entirely inefficient. He but, kept he get getting stuck. He... Yeah, he he was he had a name. It was, it was like Leo. Was it? Or, oh, it was Leo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a name. With a robot waiter. I don't know if you guys have seen that, where they're like a, they're like a. It's they could have made them more, have it more of a, like a personality. The robot. It's a, it was very much more of a moving trolley. It was like an oval. Yeah, I feel it could. It have was had, a moving trolley. Yeah. It could have had like. Um, Plastic, like f- flappy arms. He struggled to do the basics of waiting. I don't think increasing a personality would yeah. help with his getting stuck between tables. It was funny the the because he the robotic waiter at Las Iguanas, um, the great South American restaurant. Um, 
kept getting stuck between the tables and then the waiters had to keep resetting it. And it's like, yeah. God, it's like a shitty... And they'd like push it Not only is that going to steal your job eventually. Imagine that. It's like having a new person come in um, yeah. who's shit at their job and they're going to take your job eventually. Yeah. You know, it's really tough because they'll help train it to become better as well because yeah. they'll get all the data from yeah. how it's been. And it was just, it was tough to watch and yeah. pointless because of the speed of it. In Center Park's up in the sky, no robot waiters. That's Saddam Hussein doing that. That is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah, would it ruin the experience of heaven? We're constantly seeing dictators, rapists, dictators murderers. murderers. <laughs> It'd maybe take away from a... But well, maybe know, they have to like run the like the back rooms, the admin, the numbers. I don't know. I think that's sort of... There's still more... I think use your brain a bit. You know... It's as opposed to being dead forever. It's like, all right, you're in center parts. You're mm. going to have to deal with rapists um, giving you squash balls. You oh, know? is that part of the pleasure? I don't. I wouldn't say it's part of the pleasure. I just no. think that's the way it I is. I start to feel really sorry for Hitler. Would you? Yeah, if I was doing Bollywood dancing, you know, once a week for eternity, and I see Hitler... Would you be doing it once a week? Why not? It's heaven. You'd get really good. Yeah. I reckon I wouldn't be doing Bollywood dancing once a while. I think the novelty might wear off. Yeah, sure. But if I'm doing... <laughs> fine. Let's say I'm... Hitler's been placed at the top of the twister, the flume. Yeah. Um, and I'm going Jeffrey there... Jeffrey Dahmer's day off. Jeffrey Dahmer's day off. And I'm going there once a week and every time I go to bomb it down the twister, Hitler's there going, go. <laughs> I think after an eternity, I'm yeah. going... Yeah, and nine, but, nine. Remember, time nine, isn't nine. time isn't resetting. He's that's just his. He he can't move from that position. He's always at the top of that flume. I'm gonna start feeling sorry for him. Yeah, so am I. So maybe there's a lesson there. What is that lesson? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yeah, I think centre parts can bring out the best in humanity. Oh, so Hitler on the Hitler just needed to be running the flumes for a little bit, and maybe yeah. his hatred for other races might have been quelled well maybe we can just as maybe not you know specifically hitler but i think it helps us to you know forgive the other who has wronged us it's got quite a christian message to this this center parts because obviously center parts is a christian <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i like that blending because it, it does teach teach the lessons of forgiveness um yeah our friend uh cowley um who um accidentally i mean it, it in we nearly when we were like 15 we actually got our friend cowley's facebook banned permanently oh God, because yeah. we changed his profile picture to a picture of a child's penis which i think was you know i don't know mm. we're just messing around i don't think we thought much of it but in, in retrospect <laughs> i think we knew it wasn't the right thing to yeah. do yeah, it wasn't like a pornographic picture. It was like a medical one, right? It was like a baby. It was a baby who was naked. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. it was a baby who was naked. Um, and then someone or their their um, the Facebook, algorithm. the algorithm flagged it for child pornography. So his Facebook account got completely... He had to start restart Facebook completely. Mm. And the only reason I bring that up <clears throat> is because... We, this is why we're talking about there's a lot of history in this friend group. So a lot of things repeat, history repeats itself. Mm. And our friend Milo, who's a bit of an agent of chaos, who has a tendency to debag people still, yeah. you know, he's 26 years old, you know, several steps too far. Always. Um, just decided to, uh, during football, Paul decided to debag Cowley. All right. A bit of fun. His pants are down. That's embarrassing. Uh, Cowley, which is, you know, showing the way Cowley is, uh, didn't have any underwear on. No. And there was a lot of children around. One is a lot of children <laughs> for this situation. 
There was about five. <laughs> there was about five kids. So when Milo D-bag Cowley, uh, his complete cock and balls were fully on yeah. show in front of children, which is not... None of them saw. None of them saw. Or the parents, thank <laughs> God. Because I was like, there's ways to get... There's funny ways to get kicked out of centre parks. A lot of them don't involve one of our party becoming a registered sex offender. Yeah. We were talking about Malcolm in the Middle as we talked about in this podcast about how we think it's a great, yes. it's a great sitcom. It's making a comeback. I'm seeing it. Um, and then Cowley, who gets everything wrong all the time, everything out of his mouth. He's the funniest person I know. I'm not. We don't have time to really go into him, but just trust us when he says he's the funniest person yeah. I've <laughs> ever met. Um, he comes in late to the conversation and says, oh yeah, Malcolm in the Middle. That They they uh, they rebooted that show, didn't they? With um, No, no, it wasn't reboot. They said they changed the cast. They changed the cast the of Malcolm in the Middle. For the last two seasons, they changed both the parents and two of the children. And right? the, obviously everyone was like, no, no they, they, didn't. they no, didn't. I was like, because then I was asked, how far are you in? I was like, I'm just before he's talking about. Yeah. But then we were, you know, you can't change the when it's a, a show essentially about a family of five or six. You can't change four of the family. You can't change four of the family members <laughs> because otherwise it's an entirely different show. Yeah. We looked it up. I remember I looked it up. It was like, it's a, we looked up how many episodes the actors had done and how many episodes there were. It yeah. was 100% sweep across the board. He still didn't trust us. Yeah. Looked it up. Was on Wikipedia for a while. Couldn't find it. Until eventually we realised he was talking about the different TV show, The Middle. Yeah, which with, is the guy, with the janitor from Scrubs, <laughs> that actor playing it. So he saw a different TV show. <laughs> an entirely different TV show. Sat down and went, oh, they've changed the whole cast for this. I used to like the old cast. What's wrong? Why have they, they done that? Which begs the question... If you view it like that, almost anything can be Malcolm in the Middle. Anything can be Malcolm Because it in the changes middle. the name, changes the characters, yep. changes the cast, changes the script. In a way, everything is Malcolm in everything the Middle. Everything is a different yeah. reboot of Malcolm in the Middle. I love the idea of him seeing him Breaking Bad and being convinced that that is the, still the story of Brian yeah. Cranston and Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my it God, this family have been through so much. Thinking it's woke that they gave Malcolm <laughs> cerebral palsy. <laughs> this is wokeness gone mad. for God's sake. <laughs> It came out that Dal- Dalai Lama asked a child to suck his tongue. And oh. we completely missed that. Oh, yeah, we did. It completely went over our heads. Yeah. Um, so what were your thoughts? Did you read... Well, what you happened? Read, did you read... So I didn't, I didn't do a deep dive into so it. So the Dalai Lama, he's It going, almost seemed pretty self-explanatory. What? Dalai Lama sucks boy's tongue. I was like, I don't no, think no, no. I need asked to read the boy, whole article. Ask boy to suck his tongue. But I saw a video of him and he kind of lent in for a suck, it looked like. Or maybe he lent in for the boy to suck, suck his, his tongue. tongue. Did the boy suck his tongue? I don't think the boy did suck his tongue. Good for the boy. Good for the boy. Good for the boy. Because um, I think if the Dalai Lama asked me to suck his tongue, I'm caving. Would you suck the Dalai Lama's tongue? It's if, the Dalai Lama. It's the Dalai. I don't. There's few yeah. men in the world yeah. who could ask me to suck their tongue, and I'd do it. Yeah. The Dalai Lama is one of them. So the Dalai Lama is in his eighties. Five men who I'd do it for. One other one. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. If Alec Baldwin asked me to suck his tongue, I'd do it. He's Could got a lot of charisma. Shot. Could get shot. <laughs> you don't know him. He's very. Tri- he's a very trigger happy man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the, Twitter was trying to cancel him. Well, I felt sorry for the Dalai Lama a little bit because mm. it's. It, you always side with the attacker, don't I you? I do. You're with, a victim blamer. Because the kid was asking for it, clearly. Clearly, did uh, you he was see giving what he's those like, "I'll tongue. suck your tongue uh, eyes." You know, you can't. Did you see the hat he was wearing? Yeah. He was, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I just feel, I'm like, thank God I'm not the Dalai Lama. Because mm. to live up to, be, imagine being the Dalai Lama. Yeah. 
Because if you've got a friend who's maybe not the most ethical right. or makes a lot of mistakes, it's- you might say he's not the Dalai Lama. Mm. You know, that's almost a statement of like, yeah. Your so, your argument right now is really sounding like you go around asking young boys to suck your tongue. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's, it's what because it, you'll be like, I feel sorry for the Dalai Lama. He has to live up to these really high moral standards. Yeah, just don't ask young boys to suck your tongue. Admittedly, it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, like I feel like there's fuck ups and then there's like, but then some people say it's like cultural, but then I haven't seen a lot of people backing that up. Yeah, what and culture I feel, is that? Yeah, I don't know what culture that is, and I don't know if that's like. <laughs> I mean, that's quite an easy trick for white people to be like, oh, yeah. you guys do that over there, do you? That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think he's a pedo. No, he's not. We can't be sure. But I just don't know if a pedo would do that. And it would be one of the most public displays of pedophilia you could do. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's cameras around. And it's a weird thing. Suck his tongue. Like, I just think. Why did he, was there, did he respond of why he did it? He just said sorry. And he said it was a cultural thing. Oh, the Dalai Lama said it was yeah. a cultural thing. Yeah. But I'm starting to lose the... He's starting to lose integrity as the voice of the Dalai Lama. Now he's asking kids to suck his tongue. Do you think there's a crisis of the Dalai Lama? Well, I, I feel it's more of a Joe Biden thing where it's like you reach that age, you're going to have some slip-ups. It's just... Yeah. A, and I think it was... He probably just... The I think he probably went is, for a know, joke. Biden fell off a bike. Yeah. The Dalai Lama asked a young boy to suck his tongue. There's, yeah. there's, there's a big difference here. This isn't like a run-of-the-mill, you're getting older, you're going to make some mistakes. I wouldn't describe this as a gaffe. Is it a gaffe? That's more than a gaffe. What is it? A blunder. Okay, it's a blunder, fine. That is a blunder. I just, yeah, being the, just waking up and being like, I'm the fucking Dalai Lama, fucking hell. Like, think about all the, like, all the immoral thoughts you have, all the kind of human follies you have, but then you're meant to kind of be like the best one in a way. Because even the Pope isn't, Within the Christian tradition is built in more, less the idea of sort of that sort of perfection. It's sort of more, the Pope's real job is being a, like the, the earpiece to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, he doesn't truly embody the, yeah. the pinnacle of goodness in the same way the Dalai Lama does. The Dalai Lama, even to Christians, I think would be like, that guy must be like the soundest guy in the world. You Which know? I would agree with yeah. if he'd have, you know, misgendered someone. Yeah. He asked a young boy to suck his tongue. Yeah. That's not really... I wouldn't even describe it as a human folly. You, yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. <laughs> no, but it's not being allowed. I don't think... That's not like a whoopsie. Yeah. That's a... Why have you done that? Mm. Tell me what just happened there because that was insane. That A, a folly is like a, almost an inevitable part of being a human. It's not an inevitable part of being a human. Do you think human. it's an inevitable part of being a human asking a, a young boy to suck your tongue? But I wonder... It's too insane to be like... Wasn't that just a bit of a whoopsie? But I wonder if, like, having to be the epitome of morality mm. for years and years makes you ask young years, boys to suck their tongue. I think when it comes out, it's like you know, holding in painful gas. It will come out and it'll sound weird in weird ways. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that was his moral gas coming out. Right. He yeah. hasn't let it out in normal yeah. ways that we do, which is like lying. You if know, that's what he's had to be holding the- back. <laughs> I don't think he should be the Dalai Lama. <laughs> maybe. But I don't think... I don't think he's a pedo. Or maybe. <laughs> no, well, I don't... But it's if he's just, not a pedo, then what's he up to? It's not... I think part of it... That's why I want an explanation of why he yeah. did it. Because I'm... I'm he, but even if he's not deriving pleasure for it, yeah. it's still not something that's appropriate that you should even begin to do. Biden... It's, comparing it to Biden, like, falling off a bike. Yeah. One of them is, a, is an accident. That's not an accident. 
there's no whoopsie involved. Yeah. That's, can you suck my tongue, please, young boy? <laughs> Did he know. suck it? No, no, he didn't suck it. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we said yeah. it, didn't we? Which is good. So yeah. there was, you know, there's a happy ending. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd hate to be the Dalai Lama. Well, I would hate to be the Dalai Lama for many reasons as well. The thing is, I don't think, I wouldn't last long as a Dalai Lama, but I think in my short tenure, I wouldn't ask a young boy to suck my tongue. Mm. Do you think you would? No. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but on the topic of paedophiles, I was actually watching a TikTok today um, and it was a video from a class in somewhere in like a flyover states in America um, where the teacher was saying, Diego, don't use that term. Paedophile. They're, they're maps. Paedophiles, yeah. Minor attracted persons. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> it's not their fault that they identify as being attracted to five-year-old boys. They, they, she said it's not their fault they want to have sex with five-year-old boys. Yeah. Then it cuts to a scene of um, a lawmaker, a very angry, yeah. you know, conservative lawmaker. Who's responding to the video. Responding to, uh, I think, responding to the incident. What but, is going on in schools in America? Yeah. Though, but. And then it's basically saying, telling, part of the education board, telling this woman that she has to resign or else she'll be charged uh, from education. Well, minor attracted person is a new thing that's coming out. It's is not, it? It's not just her that's saying it. <laughs> that's it's, what I'm interested about because that's kind of like the first time I've heard of maps. Yeah. I, I remember it's hearing her, it some way. It's not, what also was a surprise which made, me almost, made it almost seem like it was fake until I saw the education yeah. board was her saying it's not his fault. Because I understand maybe maps as a way of being incredibly politically correct, but it's not his fault that he wants to have sex with a five-year-old. The use of the word sex, yeah, as opposed to attracted, I mean, that's just more aggressive. Yeah. And then the specification of five-year-old <laughs> seems yeah. very strange in that scenario. It's already strange. They might have been talking about like a case study or something. Maybe. In maybe. Still, sex with... Well, I don't... You know my thoughts on it. Do you think we should call nonces... Maps. I don't think I don't think there's any need to. <laughs> I don't think there's any need to. Yeah. But it was the thing about, you know, the action is abhorrent and probably the worst thing you can do, but the desire isn't chosen. Yeah. So we should call them maps. Well But I feel we have to ostracize them for their own good. Yeah. You know. Well, we've been for I ostracize is that for their own good? Ostracizing people who already have deviant thoughts further away from society might be more likely to act on them. Should we get them into office? <clears throat> into office yeah well like the president well I'm just saying maybe more representation on TV shows no <laughs> again no that's they, what I mean then so that sounds like ostracization to me <clears throat> do you feel ostracized because you're not the president no I didn't say president what in, I said into you know well there already are there already are of course there are there are yeah you're right so it's no but it's not well it's about but having Epstein. the whole thing was having a better understanding of the fact, and instead of ostracizing them completely. If I was part of the map community, I'd be like, look, Epstein was one of, you know, it was a real role model in our community. And now look what you guys did to him. Yeah. You know, that's another one. This is how hard it is to be a paedophile at the top. Yeah, I suppose so. But there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to address this. There's a different, it, no, because part of it was if you, if you kind of allow or at least begin to understand that, who would choose to be a paedophile? What? Do you think schools is the biggest battleground for big-titted trans ladies and what we should call paedophiles? What do you mean? Do you think that's the best place to have these conversations? Well, one where big-titted trans lady, what would... <laughs> 
the, the conversation sort well, we of could say that we only can really happened we because can, it was a school exactly. environment. And this only really happened because it was in a school as well. I'm sure it's probably happening other places, but, but it's it not gain this emo- level it's of... Not, it doesn't have the emotional... It's not it our gain, children. It wouldn't gain this level yeah. of attention. Now, imagine if big t- trans lady was calling pedophiles minor attracted persons. Then you definitely have to go. Yeah. That you can't have both. You can't have both. One controversial... And if it's transphobic, that's, you know... I have to accept that. Yeah. No. Well, no, because no. There's already a question of the appropriacy of the breasts, the giant breasts. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have. I would. Did we touch on whether it would be the same for a cis woman with massive to have breast surgery that large? Yeah. Would they also be kicked out? Because it is slightly different, is it? Or maybe it's not. It's not different at all. No, it is. It different. should. No, it. Why? It should be exactly the same thing. What for the big tits? And I think it is the same thing. The only issue is the question of appropriacy, whether that the only question that's relevant here is should children be disposed to that large knockers? Yeah. It hasn't got anything to do whether she's trans or not. No, probably it shouldn't be. Then morally, it should be the same. Morally, it should be the same. If you're choosing the size of your knockers. Yeah. So if a woman came came in with breast surgery with knockers down to her knees, then she's got to go, what about the woman that was born with knockers down to her knees? Yeah. Is there women... Was there... Women born... you got to give her a job. Was there a woman who was... Who had as big tits as her? She has to take them around with a wheelbarrow. Yeah. And oh yeah. And then should she be allowed to Definitely. teach? She should be allowed to teach. Yeah. You can't ostracize a woman for being born with unbelievably huge knockers. So then how can you ostracize someone? Because they're choosing it? to do it. But it's a question of appropriacy. No, it's, but then it's like, all right, if you're, if you have to, yeah, like as we, we discussed this. If you have a, if you have a knob so big that it's coming out the bottom of your trousers, I feel you should be allowed to teach because it's not your fault. But then, therefore, but that, if you that, have no, dick just pause on that, because then you think it's appropriate for children to see it. Oh, it's a tricky one. Because I, I think I'm fine with saying, if you have a dick that comes out of your trousers, <laughs> it comes you out shouldn't the... be a teacher. Yeah, fine. A dick one, maybe. But you, you can't, that's an awkward... If it's Wheelbarrow just... tits, lady. Yeah. I think she should be allowed to teach. So then why shouldn't the translator be allowed to teach? Because it's like, just choose smaller breasts. No, but the choice is irrelevant. The choice is irrelevant. The choice is irrelevant. Of course the choice is relevant. No, it's irrelevant. It's relevant. The only question is what's the You chose to be a teacher and you chose to have incredibly ginormous tits. Mm. But why why isn't she allowed to teach with those ginormous tits? Because it's distracted to the children. So then why should... Because it's not... back of the same question. Because it's not ideal. Yeah. And if you're choosing it, then let's, we might as well avoid but the situation. But then she well, there's a, a teacher. The wheelbarrow. The t- the te- <laughs> if, you go, if you go to the next classroom, there's a teacher whose tits are in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Why is she allowed to teach? And my tits, I can carry them around on my own back. Yeah. Because you, you have to say, one of the, it's, it's either appropriate or inappropriate. It's a disability. One's a disability, and then you're being ableist. One's a disability. If you're a- carrying your tits around in a wheelbarrow, that's a disability. No, okay, fine, but that doesn't. That the only question so is about whether it's appropriate for kids to see that, and you can answer yes or no to that. With the tits question, I don't know whether it's appropriate for appropriate for wheelbarrow tits ladies to teach year threes. Mm. I don't know. My instinct says it's not. I don't know why though. Yeah, I don't know why it's not appropriate. It, but it just comes out to the question. 
please just choose smaller tits, madam. Well, that's the practical answer. Yeah. But it's please. the moral quandary that we've entered into is like there should now after this whole thing, there should be a debate as to what's the appropriate cup size mm. for a teacher to teach kids. If you're carrying around a wheel- wheelbarrows, do you think that's a bit too that's, far? That's the. That's well, the she part. wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't. So we're gonna have to <laughs> do a bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have any updates on Alec Baldwin's rust? Yeah, he's been cleared of all charges. Which I'm not really sure what that means for Rust, the production. Or it's only it going to make for, it stronger. Or what it means for us. <sighs> I don't think it means many good things for As us. As Baldwin truthers. Yeah, well, it's good It's good for us because our campaign to free Alec Baldwin has finally come to fruition. Yeah, but it's almost like, don't always get what you want. Yeah, because now what do we do? Now what do we do? Because there's a feeling of, you know... The quest is over. I imagine there's this, it's a similar emptiness as when you reach the top of Everest. You know, you've conquered mm. the biggest mountain. It's true. But and our no- biggest mountain was freeing Alec Baldwin for, of all charges. But there's no more mountains to conquer. No, and now we don't have a quest to push us on in life. But I feel we do have left is um, <clears throat> the film Alec Baldwin's Rust. Yeah. It's not called Alec Baldwin's Rust. I'm sure they won't <coughs> emphasize the name Alec Baldwin in yeah, the, in I think the promotional materials. They'll emphasize the Rust, not the Baldwin part of the Rust. Because he'll have guns in it. He'll, he'll have, have guns. guns. Of course he will. Or Surely they've got to rewrite it. With, with no guns? Not with no guns, but maybe he... Is he the main character? Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't, I wonder if it's an original script or it's based on something. Because if it's an original script, script, then you could do a really interesting thing. What? Well, you could have him getting shot by a camera lady. Right. As a sort of way of re- restoring... So, like, what's it set in, like, the Western? So it'd be the, it should have to be one of those ladies with the... The massive... The massive like the thing. Yeah. Things. And then she says... Uh, here's a fake gun. Look. Look, it is fake. Bang, kills him. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. And you, you could call it justice. But then I think because he's, a, he's an actor, I think he would absolutely love that because he, it would be, to him, he would then have really serious conversations on, I don't know, what's an interview? Like, like a hard-hitting interview, maybe even Dara the CEO. Yeah. He might go on Do you on not that. think he's a bit fed up with talking about it? I think he will talk about how sincerely how important it was for him to get shot by that camera lady because yeah. then he felt like emotionally yeah he could tap actors into very the... narcissistic actors base a lot of their stuff on emotions yeah. so I think for him it was he'd feel like he finally managed to understand the emotions and he can sort of mm. see it from her perspective and that was really important for his journey because it's all about his journey and that was the only way he could come to terms with how bad a murder is by yeah. kind of experiencing it on camera story within a story Rust Rust 2.0. Well, I'm still, yeah. Who knows how, it'll be out in a few years, won't it? A couple of years, probably. So it's a long time now the charges have been dropped and it seems to all been cleared up to kind of follow the production of Rust. Mm. And we're gonna. We can maybe, I had the idea of hosting a Rust screening in a cinema. We could do it for patrons, the Privy Council. We could all be part of the Rust. We could be, yeah. Um, We, uh, on this podcast, we were discussing about the excitement over the emergency um, test thing uh, and sadly we fucked it we fucked it we were so excited for it it was mid centre box yeah. I think we were playing pickleball at the time no we were do- it was laser-, laser quest it was laser quest wasn't it just um, pick a ridiculous activity it was one of those and during it we were seven minutes late we got the notification so w- w- I don't know what sa- did you find out what sound it made don't know what sound it made I haven't seen much about that I had no idea what sound it made I think it was oh, I know I don't know I couldn't even guess which is a shame, so we're actually going to have to find that out for next week. Yeah, because we had the prediction. Yeah, I mean, late, we did play Laser Quest against 
so we played Laser Quest in a big forest against lots of the probably the most the biggest group activity we did and the most we interacted with other people yeah on Celeparts was when we did forest laser tag um, where it was in this big woodland shooting sort of like a paintball arena but yeah. instead you had uh, lasers lasers and you know I, th- I don't know how we might have looked to the others because not only would we absolutely dominate them completely mm. but there was a lot there was a lot of six or seven year olds and well, you said you felt very seen by the I six did feel, or seven year olds well I, I, I felt I don't know what, what it looks like for a six year old when you see five 26 year old men saying we're the ghost squad we're the kill squad effectively clearing every house mm. almost with the kind of dynamism of the SAS on one round particularly <laughs> and I just wonder you know it was one of the kids birthdays um, I, I don't know if if the <laughs> I don't know if laser tag was, was meant to be taken I think there was a lot of dads there with their kids and I think there was like it was, it was quite set up to be quite like a nice thing. no it was serious <laughs> I'm not even joking it was set up for serious combat there was no way that it wasn't something everyone was taking it very seriously other than a couple of seven year olds who were just running around for fun who yeah, kind they, of fucked up the game a bit to be honest really were you upset with the well yeah because they were just running around and I was like I don't want to do this but you're asking me to if you're running into our territory hey, I'm going to have to take you out another, another kill, kill. <laughs> Look, all I, you're only a number to me the amount of points on that fucking gun is all I need. Yeah, it was absolutely absurd. No, it's definitely set up for seriousness. Everyone yeah. gets into it. and Because as soon as you're seeing people go into that kind of gun position when you're on one knee and the aim pulling the trigger, that's... I, la- kind of I did lay prone from, quite a few times and that's how yeah. you know it was taken seriously. If, so, if there's at least one person going prone, it's a serious activity, yeah. Yeah. without a doubt. So yeah. I think... I, I think the kids wanted to kind of be have serious fun with it as well. So I think it was maybe uh, not quite what you were thinking that the kids were looking at us in a certain mm. way. The the problem would be the parents. Yeah. Being like, can you stop killing my kid? It's a birthday. Would be. Could the you issue. stop calling yourself the kill squad? Yeah, the kill squad. Team ghost. Go- team ghost kill squad. <laughs> I think we genuinely quite intimidated. <laughs> so- because it was the speed of which we moved. I mean, there were plenty of adults there. Because on our team, it was mostly adults. But they didn't have the same team mindset. You know, they hadn't, they or the hadn't, desire to, to win. They didn't had a decade's worth of teamwork. It was embarrassing. Behind. We won every single round. <laughs> That's when it becomes a bit like, oh, it could be a tight, fun competition. I, didn't, uh, the I, shout of, I don't think anyone else once shouted covering, shouted covering fire at any point. I don't think anyone else shouted that. And we had moments of covering fire. When you're I going don't to- know. It's hard to say because I was not, I wasn't really aware. I was just a killing machine for almost every single minute of that game. But it was, yeah, the way, the kind of, the subconscious communication we had and the movements between the different barricades and the shots were, um, it was something special. It was one of the most, it's the best I've ever seen us work as a team. Definitely. Even better than water polo. Yeah. Which is a whole different kettle of fish. Exactly. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, We'll see you next week. Subscribe to the Patreon. Muchos lavos. Keep it real, Zs. (laughs) 